Welcome to Blue by 90, your Michigan football podcast. We are three dudes who talk maize and blue. I'm Kalen, joined by Nate and Jack. Hey, yo. And uh, we took a little break last week, but now we have the news, right? And we will be playing Alabama in the Citrus Bowl. Alabama. Yeah. Roll Tide. Alabama comes in Tide, <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, what do we think about that, Jack? What's your kind of preliminary thoughts? I'm hoping that all their starters sit out. <laughs> that, that's my thought. That's my thought going into the game. We'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know, Nate, what do you got on that? Dude, this made me so angry. We talked about this last time on like what we wanted in the bowl game. And I knew, no, you wanted to get like Auburn. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I wanted a cupcake game. And... Dude, just seeing like Penn State getting Memphis, it's just, yeah. stuff like this just ticks me off. Oh yeah. Like how is how is it that I, I get it? It's like two brands, you know, that are, you know, really well known. They're gonna play each other, and there's gonna be a lot of money generated. But I just want a cupcake game, just mm-hmm. so we can end the season on a good note, and that way we just don't have to deal with this constant like, oh, Jim Harbaugh can't get anything done. It's like, dude, come on, you know, I'm I'm pretty uh, bummed that we're playing them. Yeah. So, the other thing, though, is like I go back to prior to the Ohio State game, and <laughs> it's pretty great. The last episode of the podcast got a lot of uh, a lot of hate from Ohio State fans. Yeah, which no, is pretty yeah. fun. But thank you for your views. Yeah. Um, you know, I we I think we all felt pretty confident going into the game that it was going to be competitive, and I mean, you see Ohio State ranked pretty high in the college football playoff. They're in there with LSU and um, Clemson and uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But, like, what, there's no, I feel like there's not really a big reason for us to not be confident going into this game. Right. Versus Alabama. So, I mean, granted, they're So, you think really we can win? Team. I mean, I think, I don't know. They don't have Tua. I'm not sure how great this, uh, was it, Mac Brown or this guy's name is, the uh, backup quarterback for yeah. them. Um, Mac Brown, isn't that like a name of comedian or something? <laughs> it's a UNC football coach, you know what I mean? Yeah, tech used to be a Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? This is a night comedian. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I know they got Jerry Judy's playing for them, so they got their best player. Yeah, Jerry Judy said he's playing. Um, I mean, I, well, oh, we'll Mac see. Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. That's who it is. Mac Jones. Yeah. John, his name Johnny Mac Brown. What? That's a comedian you're talking about. This is <laughs> no, no. That's also an American college football. He's he's from like the nineteen. 19- <laughs> He's from the 1970s. What the hell? Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So, we're playing Alabama. Honestly, I... And the first thing I kind of think of is, I think Alabama has more to lose than we do, right? Because we've already been through the whole narrative of Jim Harbaugh can't win anything, blah, blah, blah. So we lose. Same old spiel. They got nothing Nothing new to say. Alabama loses. Then, now all of a sudden, it just totally flips the script. Yeah. Right? And now, I guess Alabama fans might say, like, the season was already a train wreck because we lost two games. Um, we, our QB was out, blah, blah, blah. Dylan yeah. Moses was hurt at the beginning of the year. Right, exactly. Start a linebacker for him. So they'll make a bunch of excuses. But um, I, I honestly kind of look at this game and go, like, hey, there's a lot of reasons for us to come in and be, like, ready to play and less reasons for Alabama <coughs> to come to this game and be ready to play. You know, what do you guys think about that? Um, I mean, I think it could be a similar situation to like Texas and Georgia last year. Right. Exactly. Georgia didn't make it to the playoff, and it's like mm-hmm. Texas is like, oh, sweet, you have to play Georgia, and they knocked them off. Um, so I think it could be like one of those scenarios where, you know, 
Alabama might come in the game a little deflated where, you know, Michigan's got some guys that are probably going to want to go to the draft and see if they can improve their draft stock if they have a big game. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to expect anything. Yeah. Low expectations. I'm going to say we're going to lose, but. That's what I'm hopeful for. I'm hopeful that, you know, we kind of come out just fired up and they come yeah. out flat and we just. Because Shea, I mean, if Shea has a big game, that'll help him. Yeah, Maybe he'll be a for late sure. round draft pick. Yeah. yeah. Guys like Nico and DPJ, that would definitely help them. Yeah. Um, Nate, what do you think kind of about this game a little more in depth? Uh, I I have I have no clue. I have no yeah. expectations. If they, well, uh, I, well, so, okay. So here's a thought, right? Just looking at some of how Alabama plays versus how we play, um, I don't think we're going to be able to stop Najee Harris. No way. We can't stop. We couldn't stop Jonathan Taylor. Couldn't stop uh, Ohio State's run game. And so, I mean, Alabama's run game. No, they're gonna run the ball. Over yeah, us, yeah, they're gonna run on us. So I'm almost kind of going like, if you think Don Brown kind of overnight is gonna be like, oh, this is how I stop running backs, right? No. So they're just gonna run through us. So this game is gonna turn into a shootout if we're gonna be competitive. Right. Right. It'll be kind of like Ohio State Part Two. It's <laughs> a good way to describe it. Yeah, and hopefully a different ending. Yeah. Hopefully we don't drop the ball and make dumb mistakes. Right. But um, also these bull practices would be huge for next season, right? So, I mean, I think that we're definitely treating this game like the end of the 2019 season and we're not just throwing in the towel and getting ready for 2020, right? Like, this is going to be 2019, guys. Shea's going to be the QB, 100%. And, you know, all of our regular receivers are going to be in. It's not going to be... Let's get some playing time for this young guy, you know, necessarily. Right. Do you guys have any opinion on that? or? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I think the, yeah, maybe we'll see some young guys get in. I'm curious if Tariq Black is even still on the team if he's going to play in the bowl game or if he's already gone. He said he entered the transfer portal. I'm assuming yeah. he's probably already gone. I assume he's already gone. Yeah. And even so, they're not going to play him anyway. There's no point now, yeah. you know. So, but I think, Kalen, I think you're right about Najee Harris, like, they have a big offensive lineman, or they have a lot of big offensive linemen. Najee Harris is a stud. Uh, I think we're not going to be able to stop the run. This kind of reminds me of Ohio State and Wisconsin, so that's what I'm nervous about. Because even though they have a lot of great wide receivers, and even though the quarterback mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of, we don't really know much about him yet, and they they still were super competitive, right, with Auburn and yeah. even LSU, and so you go like, well, I don't know if we're on that level and. Uh, yeah, our defensive linemen have not been able to stop the run against a really good opponent. Yeah, we just don't have the size, right, to stop, you know, a, a defensive tackle to actually be like a run-stopping defense, right? We're mm. built for speed, sideline to sideline kind of. Um, but I did read somebody saying that we might look at picking up a defensive tackle um, from the transfer portal. That's what I was trying to. I thought I was trying to find something on there. Yeah. Who, where are they? Where are they coming from? Uh, Michael Williams from Stanford, six two, three zero five, defensive tackle. Very nice. I mean, that would be a good, you know, little addition for our team. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't heard too much about picking up anybody else on the transfer portal or doing anything like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> looking at this bowl game, I'm not. I'm not necessarily looking forward to it because I think the writing's on the wall here a little bit. Um, 
I don't want to beat a dead horse either. <laughs> we're all like, oh, we're God. all pretty much like, Ugh. <laughs> oh God. Well, I, I mean, know, if, it, if there's any year to get Bama, it's probably this year, right? That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, their defense isn't anything special. I don't want to get killed for saying that again. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's gonna be a shootout. We'll have to score over 30 points, 30, 40 points. You know, to, I think win the game. That's my prediction. I think. Yeah, I know, agree. I think this will be very similar to Ohio State, like going into it. You know, we've got we know we're not gonna be able to stop them defensively. Mm-hmm. We've got to be able to keep up with them offensively. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree, hundred um, percent. I guess we can kind of look towards next year a little bit if you guys want to. Yeah, sure. I mean, so Tariq Black in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about that? I think it's, uh, Smart move for him, or you think? I I guess. I mean, maybe just try to start something new somewhere else. I mean, he's just been hurt, and I feel like just other guys have taken his spot. But I don't know. I think it could have been something where if DPJ and Nico are leaving, you know, he might have a better chance of being like a number two receiver. That's what I would think too. So I don't know. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's got a good reason for it. He probably, yeah. You know, maybe he. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But I hope I wish the best for him. I loved him when he was. A when freshman, he was, yeah, when he was healthy, yeah, big game, yeah. So I mean, hopefully he gets healthy and does his thing. But yeah, I feel like he might have just kind of seen himself sliding on the depth chart. Yeah, and may, I, who knows? Maybe he was not gelling with some of the coaching or something. Like all kinds of stuff behind the scenes could have been happening. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just curious to see where he goes, and I hope you know, I hope he executes as well as we know he can. Yeah. So, Tariq Black. We got Uche's leaving. Uche's gone, right? Yeah, Uche declared. Levert Hill's gone. Levert Hill, um, he's going to the draft, right? Just yeah. graduating. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carlo Kemp. Carlo Kemp, I think he's a maybe, right? Like, he might come back? Or yeah. is he a senior? I, I don't know. I feel like we talked about this last time we couldn't figure it out. So, possibly Carlo Kemp. Yeah. Which, I mean, that transfer from Stanford. Yeah, that would be helpful. Here. And, you know, see if Mozzie Smith and... Chris Hinton can develop and yeah. be starters on the line next year. Yeah. I mean, look at the offensive line. We got Bredesen's going to be gone. Big Mike is gone. Uh, Runyon's gone. Yeah. We still got Jalen Mayfield. and we got Jalen Mayfield, who I like a lot. Hayes was uh, filling in for Caesar John Runyon. Is he gone? No, no Caesar's there. there, yeah. He's got another year. Um, yeah, Ryan Hayes. He'll be more developed. Yeah. Because uh, I think he was a tight end, right? They turned him into an offensive lineman. I'm not exactly sure, but he played a couple of those early games, and he actually did solid. Right, yeah. yeah, so another Maybe year under his belt. Um, yeah, Chuck Filiaga, young yeah. guy, you know, highly talented recruit. Yep. So I mean, Joel Honigford. We got guys there who we can Stuber plug and play. Should be healthy. Andrew Stuber. Yeah. There's so. guys, honestly, like on the defensive and offensive side. Like we're losing some people, and look, that's kind of like a part of it. But I still feel like there's a lot of talent like left for next year to like be really good. Dill McCaffrey. I think is a stud. Um, Joe Milton. Joe Milton's uh, my boy. I think this will be. I think this will actually be the first like legit quarterback battle we'll see here because you know how Jim's always going like, oh, there's a battle at quarterback between like Wilton Spate and John O'Corn, and right. you're kind of like, mm, is there really a battle? Yeah. I don't know. But this one, like, I kind of feel a little bit more like. Eh, like, yeah, like we still don't really. You Joe know, no. I think it, you know? I, I kind of hope he does, man. I just want to see a big quarterback with a big arm, yeah. and he can run a little bit. He yeah, can juke, man. So I mean, it's, maybe it's I don't know what it is, but I'd like to see him out there. I think I would for like 
I think he's got more upside than McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, we know McCaffrey can run. Yeah. I think he can throw a little bit. I like when he's in there. I just think there's more upside with Joe Milton. Dude, Probably he's more fun to watch. Freak of nature. If you could build a QB in a lab, you would build Joe right. Milton. Yeah. Like, big arm, big body. That's exactly what I want. He's fast. He can, you know, he can, he has great agility. So, I mean, just kind of projecting into the future, I go like, honestly, there's a lot of upside for this team. Mm-hmm. And so, even though we're going to lose some guys, I'm going like, hey, yeah. I think... What can make this team elite, though, is if these wide receivers decide to stay. And I, I really think that they should stay. That's just, I know, like, obviously I have some bias. Mm-hmm. But I don't see these guys going that high in the draft. But I do think that if they have a stellar year next year, they can go really high. So I feel like there is a lot of potential for their earnings to just boost even more. And... uh I like mean, what? like, you think, like, DPJ, I mean, they always say, like, he's got NFL-ready, like, body type and all these kinds of things. Like, he's kind of ready to go. Do you mm-hmm. think if he stayed another year, he could actually improve his draft stock significantly? I think he could, because I think this year, with the injury at the start, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of, like, you know, made him fall back a little bit, and then he didn't get a lot of game tape that he probably could have got, especially against some of those, like, lower-level schools. Um, Nico, you think he could improve his stock at all? It just feels like, to me, with Nico, it's just a lot of, like, deep balls, right? And catching stuff. It's like catching balls, like, when they're, you know, 50-50, and that's great and all. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like these guys have a lot of potential to go, like, even higher in the draft. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why not just stay another year? Like, Yeah, what was the last, like, first-round draft pick from Michigan that was on the offensive side of the ball? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> Where were, yeah, because Denard wasn't a first rounder, right? No, up Taylor Lewan. <laughs> it's probably yeah. It was Taylor Lewan was Taylor first Lewan, rounder. Yeah, it's just like linemen. <laughs> Long, Taylor Lewan, one overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. That's how much we're hurting for like a major offensive playmaker. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, can I think of like a wide receiver that's gone? Braylon. I don't. Braylon Amara, Manningham, Steve Breston. Oh, like second round or third round picks. Remember? No, but I mean, okay, I can get on board with you with that kind of context, right? Mm-hmm. Guys like Nico, DPJ, they could yeah. maybe, you know. But it's also like, hey, you know, you can go get your money, do what you want. That's yeah. cool, me too. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah. I would say, like, I think having the wide receivers stay there mm-hmm. would make this team elite, right? But I still think that they can have a great year without them because we have seen guys like. You know, Sainer Stoll and Giles Jackson, um, Cornelius Johnson's even come in, yeah. you know. Even like Michael Barrett, right? I think he could be kind of an athlete all over the field, field right? Yeah. We'd get Chris uh, Evans back. Yep, Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah, holy shit, I forgot about that. You know, there's there's still talent there, yeah. right? And obviously, Ronnie Bell's coming back, who was yeah. our best wide receiver this year. That's, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I think you could maybe make the case for Nico, but dude, Ronnie was so vital to the team doing well. He had the oh, most catches, huge. like most yards, yeah. most yards, one touchdown, <laughs> so one crazy. touchdown. It's so weird. Um, yeah, well, I mean, kind of. I guess looking into the future, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about this team. Not necessarily feeling so good about this upcoming game, mm-hmm. but a win here could set a huge precedent. Right. Yeah. Another great thing, if we're talking about Ohio State, if you can beat them, it's great for recruiting. Yeah. I mean, just Same beating a team, even if it is like a beaten down Alabama team, which I don't, I mean, they're still a really good team. They lost, what, two games and they were 
to LSU and then a rivalry game to Auburn. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we got waxed out there. <laughs> but, you know, if we can come out and compete and, you know, win a close game, which I think it would be, it wouldn't be a blowout by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that'd be huge for recruiting. Yeah, I agree 100%. And just, yeah, setting momentum going into the next season. That would be massive. That would, that would literally just be exactly what this program needs to maybe push it that last step mm-hmm. towards elite. Especially with the wide receivers staying at uh, staying in school. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at Ohio State, they're going to lose a lot of people. They already lost another guy to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to rely on a whole bunch of young guys. So I feel like maybe that's something where if these wide receivers stay, we have a lot more chance to do better in that specific game. Speaking of Ohio State, did you see the rumor, at least, that Chase Young is staying? No way. No way. I'm I just saw, saying that. I saw, I saw the rumor. Yeah, I saw the rumor. I, saw I, was the like, rumor. I was like, shut up. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why would, why would you say Yeah, why would you? He could be, I mean, he could, he could be, be first overall. pick, yeah. yeah. Top five pick. It could be number one. Like, yeah, what, who knows? What is the purpose of him staying? <laughs> Unless he's, like, in medical school or something, you know, like... I'm sorry, Chase Young ain't in medical school. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> there's no purpose for him to stay. I mean, he's he's got his check ready and made out. He just needs to fucking sign it. Yeah, like, there's I mean, he's no, ready. He's, there's no upside for him to stay. No, it's a, at all. I was scratching my head, going like, "Is this true?" Like, <laughs> personally though, we did a great job against him this year. So yeah, we did yeah. yeah, you know, we just did. Stop, stop. Ran back to that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we lost that game. But the way that they uh, handled Chase Young in that game was probably one of the reasons. If he had a big Heisman moment in that game where he had like oh, he five sacks, he would have won the Heisman. Yeah. Right? But the fact that he didn't have that because, you know, we at least had a good strategy against him. Yeah. I think you can say he didn't win the Heisman because the way that. Yeah. What do you guys think about Joe Burrow winning the Heisman? Stud. Low. Yeah. That was awesome. I loved it. It was pretty sweet. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Uh, I heard that USC interviewed Ed Ogeron and they didn't hire him because didn't like his voice. somebody didn't like his voice. Idiots, man. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's hilarious. I'm like, what? what? Are you serious? Oh, man. Well, I mean, it sounds like we don't really have a whole lot to say <laughs> about really this Alabama matchup <laughs> because the matchup itself speaks for itself. Um, and then looking forward, like we're saying, a lot of positives to look forward to, but we just got to get to that 2020 season kind of off season going um in terms of recruiting right guys have been out the coaches have been out uh you know or all around the country um a couple big recruits i don't know if anybody's got them pulled up oh yeah um who was some guy um like uh, solidified his signing right this week or verbally committed or something? uh defensive end yeah what was his name is anybody know? pulling it up right now but four star guy, yeah, four star. Jalen, uh, Jalen Harrell from Tampa. That might be. Um, I don't know. Six four two thirty five. I think that was the guy. Defensive end. Yeah, honestly, my guy who I'm really looking forward to is Blake Corum. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, guy Jalen is. Harrell, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's so fast, dude. He has such great agility. You know, you look at him, you're like, he's a four star. He's ranked like twelfth in his position, but I do. I just feel like something about this guy. He's going to be so hard to stop. He's he's five eight, which honestly I'm kind of, I kind of like a short running back because they're so hard to see. Right yeah. when I played football, it was like I don't know where the hell he's at. <laughs> so it's like 
uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for him because he's got a lot of speed and space, right? Going to the Gaddis yeah. thing. He's uh, Blends right into the system, so yeah. perfect. Number pretty. It looks like this Darian Green Warren. Oh, um, yeah. We're waiting on him. Back. Yeah, we're waiting on him. So, right. yeah, I mean, there's some guys that I were kind of coming around. We're and not that, getting huge five stars or nothing. But, no. but then we got that C.J. Stroud guy, uh, quarterback. I think he's kind of leaning somewhere else. I think he's else. Ohio State guy, right? Oh, yeah. Never mind. This is 100% Ohio State. <laughs> so I don't think he's committed yet or, like, or what, but. It's like half of our page is just, oh, yeah, we're actually committed to Ohio State. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Braden McGregor is going to be really good. A.J. Henning, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, yeah, wide receiver, yep. So we got some studs coming in. Um, but like I'm saying, I think we're 11th um, class. Ranking. We are... Yeah, 11th. Yeah. Second in the Big Ten. Average and rating is a .89. Yeah, that's just... I mean, that's frustrating because you know exactly what we need to compete against these elite schools. Yeah. But... If we had two five-stars as part of this class, I'd be like, this is this is, this is, this is about as good as we can get. So yeah, you know? this is a baller class. Yeah. But we've also seen so many five-stars at Michigan just not... Not end up being anything, yeah. In the 2017 class, something like 17 transfers or 17 guys like didn't pan out. Whether they transferred, got kicked off the team, it's something crazy. like that. And that was like a huge class with like 30 guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was also like, you know, um, who's that guy? The defensive line went to Tennessee. Aubrey Solomon. Aubrey Solomon. Yeah. So guys like that, who it's like we scored on some good recruits. And then they transfer out or, you know, they get dismissed or something like that. Yeah. I don't know why it's just, like, so common, especially, like, as a freshman. I know you're a five-star, but, dude, do you expect to start, like, right away? Like, unless you're, like, super good. I I just yeah. I don't get it. Is I don't it, get it. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say just, like, go to the school, right, bust your ass, work as hard as you can, and then maybe by your junior year, you're like, dude, I've worked so hard and I can't get anywhere. Look at there's only a certain amount of time I have left. I'm gonna go transfer. But just to like transfer as a freshman, it's like, yeah, I don't, you know. Yeah. I had one thing with the coach. Like it just seems like a. It seems know. like a real snap decision, kind of young guy making yeah. a, a rash decision. Yeah, I don't know. But hey, everybody's got to do what they got to do. Yeah, right? you got to make the decisions you think is best for you. Yeah. Well, other than that, I mean, you guys want to transition into some basketball talk? I mean, we had some big basketball games, and we came up pretty short. Um, Yeah, three losses. Yeah. I mean, the month of November, we were just on fire. Um, Yeah. You know, here's here's my thing. Like, I went to the game on Saturday. Okay, nice. And, uh, uh, first of all, it was a fun game. Yeah. And it was so interesting. I was walking out of of Chrysler Arena, and, like, I was behind some Michigan fans, and they were like, you know what? It was just a fun game. And I'm just like, wow, we lost to a top 10 team, and our fan base in basketball is just completely different than our fan base in basketball. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just like, it's almost like a breath of fresh air, like going to a basketball event. You're like, everybody's positive. Like, oh, you yeah. know, if something happens, nobody's like, what the hell? Fire the coach. You know, like, everybody's freaking out. And I was like, we've talked about it too. Like, with basketball, like, it doesn't really matter. You can lose 10 games in a season, and, like, yeah. who cares? As long as you make it in the tournament, anything right. can happen. Yeah. Where, like, football is like, oh shit, lose one game. Mm-hmm. Pretty season's much, done. you see ya, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless you just, like, blow out every other team. Yeah. So, 
I think it's just easier for basketball that way, but yeah, it doesn't ruin my day like football does. Do you have any like expectations for them this season? I didn't have any expectations going in, but Eli Brooks has played way better than he did last year. He looks way more comfortable, way more confident. Um, so I think that's great that, you know, whatever John Howard did with him or whatever happened during the offseason, like he's looked awesome. Um David Julius like, is, is playing. You yeah, know, he's playing. I feel like those guys in the Oregon game, they just they they had that full court press going, and they just didn't seem as confident in that situation. But overall, over the course of the season, I'm like, well, dude, I'm Eli happy. Brooks is like, I was like, wow, he's actually like playing legitimate. Yeah. It was weird in that Oregon game. Teske was like irrelevant. I, I think know. he had like one. He had a free throw at the end of the game, pretty yeah. much. And then, uh, I mean, Xavier. Uh, he's I, really, love I love Xavier, dude. He's such like the he's such the dude. I was that, seeing, like captain on the floor. Yeah, and I was seeing some stuff about uh, that last game. Like people were like, you know, how do you feel about Xavier Simpson? Are you disappointed in what we've seen this year? I'm like, what? Is, what, are, what are they watching? Yeah, or am I not watching it right? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm super pleased with Xavier Simpson. Yeah. So I just don't know how I feel about Franz Wagner yet. I do not yeah. like him right now. Dude, I. I think Franz is just like going through some like growing pains right now. You can tell like he's he's there. Like like, he made a big shot to go up by I think one or two towards the end of the game. I was like, dude, that's a big shot. You know, this guy has a lot of potential, and I think he'll be there for maybe you know kind of just like his brother Mo. He'll be there for another like two years. And uh, dude, I'm I'm excited for the team, and I think honestly, like if you look at it, you're like, okay, we lost three games in a row, but they're all you know. Pretty good teams. They each had, you know, Illinois was. Illinois was a good team. Though. Illinois was I mean, a good they team. Had a close loss to Maryland at Maryland. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I can't remember the guy's name that they went up against. Uh, or that Teske went up against. Oh, from those, they had some big. Boys. That guy yeah. was so big. He made he made Teske look like a little kid. Yeah. It was insane. I I think uh, these three like these three losses though. You're going up against some good talent. You performed against you know Gonzaga. And UNC really well, so they they're getting good experience. Even though it might not come as W's right now, maybe later on, all this experience playing against like super, you know, high talented teams, like you, it's gonna work out. I think in their favor in, at yeah. the at the end of the and season. Again, so early on in the season, where it like yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah, how it happens right now. So yeah, it's good. They're getting that experience mm-hmm. against tough teams beginning of the season, and then kind of you can grow from there and kind of you know see what happens. So. I mean, actually, looking back, Franz Wagner had a, he had a good game against Oregon. He had 21 points. I think he was 8 of 13 from the field. Um, but up until that game, I just was, I don't know, I didn't feel great about him. Mm-hmm. But if he can if he can keep improving and do that, like, I'll be much happier. Dude, the missed dunks in that game. Brandon Johns had two of them. I was like, <laughs> God. Yeah. I like him, too. Yeah. I like, I like him, too, Jones. yeah. I, I just, like, I just like this team, and I'm just, I feel like... Right now, they're kind of at that point where they're just a little bit inconsistent, right, coming into the game. And I just want them to really, you know, continue to improve and then find that consistency late in the season. And then that would transition into, you know, going deep into the tournament. Oh, yeah. And I definitely look at this team right now and I just go like, okay, this team is going to be in the tournament. It's just how far are they going to go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... I think they're a fun team to watch. Yes, which is good. I just have a good time watching them. I just like watching Coach Howard. <laughs> Dude, he's. I actually, I really like Coach Howard. Yeah. Awesome. During the game, he was upset with one of his players, and he like was going to grab the ball to like show him how to like you know he loves take the dribble and like show him what to do. 
And the ref was like, I'm trying to get the ball, dude. And Jordan's like, no, I'm getting the ball. And he like slammed it down and like gripped the ball. He's like, you have to do like this, you know. And That's awesome. But he's always, he's always taking those those opportunities where he can coach and, you know, make the players better, which is great. He's involved. Yeah, I awesome. love it, yeah. Dude, I got a sick poster at the game. It was like Chrysler Vacation or something. It was like their Christmas theme. How so nice. I got like a poster. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got all of them like a Christmas theme. Nice. Put it up in the Blue by Ninety studio. Yeah. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, no, I mean basketball season is upon us. I mean, pretty soon football will be done and we'll transition. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have too much more. You guys got anything? Good. No, I'm good, man. No. All right. Well, uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. Um. Other than that, go blue. Go blue. Go blue.